Well, let's start with TAVR. What is it? TAVR is trans-aortic valve replacement, and basically it's a minimally invasive valve replacement of the aortic valve. It's growing in leaps and bounds as we've had expanding indications for the procedure. We were one of the first 100 sites in the country that implanted the TAVR valve. And why have we seen such expansion and growth? Well, it's a two-sided story. We have an aging population, especially here in Bucks County. I think we're the second oldest county in the state. Pennsylvania, I believe, is the second oldest state in the country. Uh, These patients are living longer and developing senile calcific aortic stenosis. We've also seen some major trials come out that have shown that comparing to the standard of care, surgical valve replacement, that TAVR is of lower risk to the patient who are at high or intermediate risk for surgery. And the benefits are less stroke risk and a lower mortality rate, rapid recovery. Uh, We did a a conscious sedation TAVR patient on Tuesday who went home Wednesday morning with two Band-Aids. So the other thing that we've done, as our technology has improved, the size of our device delivery system has shrunk, smaller. We can now do over 95% of our procedures from a femoral site or the groin. And we can do it with percutaneous closure, so there's no cutting at all. We basically poke or insert a hole in the, the blood vessel, place our tubes, and then we have a suture device that we can close off those holes. And the patient can go up and walk that day. So we're talking about not using general anesthesia and using conscious sedation instead. So what is that? Twilight anesthesia. Uh, for people who've had procedures like endoscopy or colonoscopy, where I tell patients you may feel like you've had some cocktails. Uh, But we're talking with them during the procedure. We let them know what to expect. Uh, We do use local anesthetic at the access site in the groin. So the only thing that they really feel is uh, like a bee sting. Um, We do have the ability to convert to general anesthesia if we need to. And I think the real benefit it's had for us is having the team work as a cohesive unit. So we have our anesthesiologists who are part of our TAVR team, and we really rely on them on airway assessment and patient selection. It's not for everybody, but uh, it's a nice alternative to have for patients. And it's extremely gratifying for the team to see an elderly disabled person walk in with a condition on a Tuesday and leave Wednesday morning thanking us. Why wouldn't you want to use general anesthesia? By not using general anesthesia in select patients, there's a much more rapid recovery. We don't have to worry about getting the patient off the breathing machine, the side effects of general anesthesia, the delayed time to ambulation or walking, a clearer mind, especially in the elderly. Who is this for? It's a little bit of a paradox. Some of our highest risk patients are ones we want to avoid general anesthesia with. Uh, It's for patients who don't have airway compromise. So For example, if you're morbidly obese, we really can't secure your airway uh, safely. So that might need general anesthesia. So the anesthesiologists do a risk assessment with their anesthesia scores, evaluate the oropharynx of the patient, look at their body habitus, evaluate what complication we might have if we had to go to general anesthesia, Mm -hmm. and we make a decision that morning. I would imagine that patients are quite excited. Some patients pick us because we have proficiency in that. And I think what we are obligated as a center of excellence is to offer patients the whole catalog of choices. 
So they don't want to feel like they're giving up anything staying here as opposed to going to a university hospital. And finally, what exciting changes do you see coming next? I think what you're going to see is the continued miniaturization of the catheter delivery system, probably some development of novel implanting techniques to further reduce the risk of stroke, which is already less than 1%, um, new novel delivery systems to allow us to treat patients in improved ways that we are limited by now. So it's a, it's a rapidly exploding field with continued demand going forward as the baby boomers age. Dr. Heyrich, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure.